y'all. It's Stephanie J. It's your girl. It's your girl. Here for another episode of Opinionated by Design. Just want y'all to go grab your sip and sit back and join me for this conversation that's coming up next. I just want to give y'all a thought here, you know. If you have any thoughts for me, any suggestions, any questions, anything, topics you'd like me to discuss that we can have a discussion about, hit me up at opinionatedbydesignpodcast at gmail.com or find me on social media at opinionatedbydesign. So as I said, grab your sip and come right back and have this conversation with me and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, 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 it's your girl Steffi J and welcome to another episode of Opinionated by Design. Today we're going to be discussing cancel culture. And that refers to the mass withdrawal of support from a public figure or celebrity who may have done something or said something that was not socially acceptable. I mean a mass shaming, if you will. Think of it as a boycott against a person instead of a business. I mean, when we, and I hate to say we because I didn't have nothing to do with it, but when President Trump was elected, I want to say that's around the time where cancel culture really began to ramp up. And then, you know, that racial uprising in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, cancel culture had become a national movement. I mean, everything and everyone was getting canceled, from Roseanne Barr to the Uncle Ben's rice and the Aunt Jemima pancake boxes as well. I mean, in some states, Columbus Day has been canceled. It has been remixed, replaced, and replayed as Indigenous People Day. Yeah, that's right, Indigenous People Day, and that's what it should be. I mean, Columbus Day, you pull up on the scene, skirt! There are already people there living life. They've been there. So how in the world did you discover a place where there are already people? But I digress. Let's continue with cancel culture. I mean, cancel culture has become the new reason of anxiety for some people. I mean, some people are afraid to say or do anything now because they don't want to be canceled. They don't want their voices shut down. And the funny thing about it is those that do and say things that should result in cancellation, they're not scared at all because they fall back on the old freedom of speech line, freedom of speech line. And most of the time it is freedom of speech. But that's a very fine line, people. A very fine line. So, I mean, although we do have a right to say what we want, we do have a right to our opinions, and we do have freedom of speech, we need to be careful with what ideas and thoughts and opinions that we're putting out there. I mean, think about it. The thoughts and opinions and things that were put out there is what resulted in the terrorists storming the Capitol on January 6th. The hateful rhetoric. You know, that freedom of speech thing that turned into something just like that. So that's why we have to be careful. Although there is freedom of speech and we are entitled to our own opinions, we still have to be careful where we voice those opinions and where we exercise that freedom and what we're saying when we exercise that freedom. 
for the most part, these cancellations, they usually don't last very long. It's usually just a nice, firm slap for what you just did or said. And we want you to know, hey, we didn't like that. So, we canceled you for a little while. But then there were those cancellations that result in complete ruination. Whatever, that is a word, look it up. I mean, the internet has opened up a world. It's a blessing and a curse. You know, we've all said that, because it is. It's just opened up this whole new world to us, full of criticism, unrealistic lifestyles and expectations, but it's also been a platform where you can express your thoughts. But then on the flip side, that has also given way to harsh criticisms and judgments from friends, family, and even strangers. Canceling has been shown to do a couple of things to an individual. As you take the social media to air your thoughts, it could either ruin your life or boost or start a career. I mean, even if it's just a temporary thing. An example of this is, yeah, I'm about to pick on her again, is Roseanne Barr. When she took to Twitter with her racist comments. And at the time, she was on a hit TV show that had been on the air for years. And I used to watch it. I loved the Roseanne show. But, hmm, talk about swift judgment. Her cancellation was immediate. They ripped that show off the air before she could close down her laptop. She was canceled. They then remixed, replayed, and re-aired a whole new show without her. Ouch. Because that show, The Connors, is a hit. I didn't really think they'd be able to do it without her. (laughs) But they showed us that we don't need Roseanne to be funny, and they are absolutely right, because I actually love the show The Connors better than I did Roseanne. And as I said, I was an avid viewer of Roseanne. Uh, With the jailing of Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, Bill Cosby, Jeffrey Epstein, just to name a few, their allegations of rape and sexual assault started the Me Too movement. I mean, people were coming out of the woodwork, men and women, with their stories and allegations of sexual assault. I mean, like I said, it resulted in the complete annihilation of entire careers and legacies of uh, some politicians, TV personalities, news people, celebrities, and the everyday Karen was getting canceled, and cancel culture was everywhere. Again, Roseanne Barr, Roseanne Barr, excuse me, and her ambient, <laughs> yeah, her ambient induced racial tirade. Because <laughs> you know, all the time she said all these racial remarks, she's not a racist, that was just the ambient. So anyway, like I said, look how swift she was canceled. And she ain't coming back. Not in that capacity. She's done. She's done. She is done. So was Bill Cosby. So was Harvey Weinstein. So is uh, Jeffrey Epps. Well, yeah, Jeffrey Epps is done. Big Epstein is done because that punk killed himself in jail. He left everybody holding the bag. And I think even his little girlfriend, she got convicted of all this stuff. I'm not sure because I didn't follow the case too well. But like I said, he got up out of this earth 
He said, I'm not facing what I've done. I've been canceled, and I'm going to continue canceling myself. Left everybody holding the bag. And Kevin Spacey, too, his career just took a complete nosedive after these allegations. Even though the charges were dropped against him, his name had already been dragged. And I mean, let's be real. Kevin Spacey didn't have much of a career left anyway. I mean, I hadn't seen him in movies in years unless I missed something. Let me know if I missed it. If I'm wrong, please, people, let me know I'm wrong. But, you know, as I said, the Me Too movement was another form of cancellation. Okay, um, cancellation, that's a slippery slope, as I keep saying. I mean, because when does it go from just voicing your opinion and having your own thoughts to actually deserving to be canceled? I mean, think about some other high-profile cancellations that were going on. J.K. JK Rowling. You know, she's that Arthur lady who wrote the uh, Harry Potter books, I believe. I'm not even sure. I hope I'm right. And Dave Chappelle, the comedian. I mean, really, people? We're going to cancel Dave Chappelle because of some jokes? Now, I understand that sometimes jokes aren't funny to everybody, but them's just jokes. We can't start canceling every single comedian for something that they say that we don't find funny. We can't decide all of a sudden we're not going to read her books anymore because she said something that was her opinion. Because to me, that's all that was. And I'm not trying to negate people who may have been hurt by some of those jokes. I I mean, I'm sorry that it affected you that way. But again, them's just jokes. Again. J.K. Rowling, that's just her opinion, and she, you know, has a right to that, just like everybody has the right to their opinion, and sometimes that cancel culture is a bit too harsh. Now, I believe that, you know, the LGBTQIA, I hope I'm saying that right, they were very upset about the stuff that Dave Chappelle said. Now, while I laughed at it, I'm also not in that lifestyle, so I'm looking at it and seeing it and thinking of it in a totally different manner. Now, they wanted an apology from Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle refused to give an apology. He just doubled down on what he had to say. Again, it's still his opinion, and it's still jokes. But still, I recognize people were hurt behind those jokes. Now, that's where things get a little bit slippery at. That's where you really got to wonder, okay, are we doing this because... This is what they deserve. They deserve this slap right now for what they said. Or are we doing this because I just didn't really think that you were funny. And so because I didn't think that you were funny and it hurt my feelings, I'm going to make sure that I do all I can so everybody's feelings is hurt. We're going to cancel you. We're not even going to listen to you no more. You're not funny. You're not funny. You're not funny. Which was it? How did that really go? How do we really fix something like that? Because a lot of people were hurt by what he said. A lot of people were angered by what he said. And a lot of people just took it as jokes and laughed at what he said. Those are the times where we really got to ask ourselves, hey, self, why am I mad? Why am I hurt? Am I really mad? Am I really hurt? Or am I just ticked off at what he said? Because his opinion differs from mine. 
That's when we really got to decide, America, what are we doing here? Everybody can't be canceled. No, everybody can't just run around rampant saying what they want. But everybody can't be canceled for what they said. I mean, if you're participating in a peaceful protest, or because you made some little jazzy, snarky remark on social media, do you really deserve to be publicly shamed? Do you really deserve to be fired from your job? Or is it just you, again, speaking your opinion, your thoughts, how you feel about things? And should you be allowed to do that in a public forum? And how far should we be allowed to go? Now, you'll find that people who heavily support the cancellation of others, other people that call themselves woke. You know, those are the people that are actively aware of all race-related issues and social inequalities that are going on. And they're going to make sure anytime anything looks race-related or something that's going to damage social equality, we're on it. We're on it. We're on it. That's the woke people. You know, when they see canceling is good, they're like, yeah, yeah. He said it, she said it, he did it, she did it. Let's hold them accountable for that. They can't just go around saying and doing what they want. And we're going to hold them accountable. And at the same time, those that are still asleep in this world, we're going to wake them up right now. We're just going to rattle them a little bit. Let them give them something to think about. Those are the woke people. Then you got the people that see canceling as bad. They think, uh, this is just an opinion. You know, that's just their thought process on this particular subject. And they're allowed to have a different opinion. No, I don't agree with them, but they're still allowed to have their opinion. And I mean, of course, like I said, we all have freedom of speech. And we should be able to be allowed to exercise that right. Come on, man, we're quick to cancel people. But as a, a nation, we're not quick to forgive the things that they've done. I guess it depends on who that person is, and in most cases, what they've done. I mean, sometimes it's just a case of people making mistakes. Sometimes there are things where we're just young and we're stupid and we've done this, and now 20 years later, they've dug up this picture of me and dug up this audio of me or this video of me saying or doing something that just wasn't cool. But I was also like 18, 19 years old. And now I'm 50 and you're bringing this up again and you want to cancel me behind something I did when I was a child. Now, I'm not saying everything that a child does or when you're young and you do something, you don't know what you're doing. And sometimes, yeah, you got to be held accountable. But then there were those who have done things when they were young and now they have this whole adult life that they live that does not represent what they did at that moment. But these things will come back up. I mean, think about some of the videos and pictures of people that have come back that have been, been caught in blackface. When they were like 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, they're now 50 and we want to cancel them. No, it's not right to be in blackface. Yes, it's very hurtful to black people and people of color. It's very hurtful. But back then, let's think about it. It was the norm. No, it didn't make it right, but it was the norm. So I'm not saying that what they did was right. But I'm also not saying 50 years from now, after showing a life and living a life that proves this is not who you are, this was just a moment in time where you had a bad judgment call. 
Bad judgment call. Should you really be canceled? Or should you be taught and educated on the hurtfulness that your blackface caused? I guess it depends on the person. I guess it depends on the situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, some things warrant a cancellation. But everything does not. People can change. I mean, my thought process has changed about a lot of things over the years. As I've gotten older and more mature, you'll see that your thought process does change on some things. Some things stays the same, but some things change. As you evolve, so do your thoughts, so do your opinions. So sometimes we can't be held accountable or should not be held accountable to such a severe level on certain things that have been done or have been said. I mean, can you all, I mean, can you survive a cancellation? I think you can sometimes. Look at Nick Cannon. He survived a massive cancellation. We know what he said. I'm not even going to get into all of that. I'm not even going to give my opinion on that as well. Lest I be canceled. <laughs> anyway, well, as I said, we know what Nick Cannon said. Um, we know also that some people were hurt by that. Some people were angered by that. And some people cheered that. Depends on who you are and your thought process. But he was immediately canceled. They said, look, we want you to apologize for what you said. What you said hurt and angered people, and we want you to say you're sorry. Nick Cannon said, ah, 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 ain't going to do it. Because I believe in what I said, and what I said is freedom of speech. Tick tock, tick tock. Time moves on. As time is moving on and he's refusing to apologize for what he says is his opinion and what he says was facts. Now there goes the TV shows, the hosting gigs, one of my favorite shows, Wild and Out. All that stuff got canceled right along with Nick Cannon. Cancel, 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 cancel. So, yeah, I guess Nick Cannon must have been thinking about it, talked to a few of his people to see what they thought, his friends, his family. And he decided about seven, eight months later, you know what? Fine. So Nick Cannon steps out, and he can't. Uh, he uh, apologizes to the people for what he said. Okay, everybody's happy now. Fine. Nick has learned the error of his ways. He realizes that we gave it to him, and we will just as quickly take it from him. So now... Let's give him back his hosting gigs. Let's give him back his shows. And most importantly, let's put Wilding Out back on the air. Yay! I'm sorry. I love that show. I just think that show was just such a thought process to come up with a show like that. Anyway, so it, it, you can bounce back from cancel culture. I mean, sometimes, as I said, you can't. You're just done, done, done. And sometimes you can. I mean, Nick Cannon's not the only one that bounced back from cancel culture, but that's just the person that's just sticking in, you know, my head right now as we discuss this. I have read this um article where they had did a, a survey talking to people, and it says, does calling people out on social media represent accountability or unjust punishment? Now, what they found in that survey it was a Pew, P-E-W, research survey. And what they found that 40%, 49% of people um, canceled 
was centering around accountability. Not really just, I want to punish this person. I don't like them. I don't like what they say. I don't like their thoughts. I don't like their views. It was just, I want to hold you accountable for what you said and or done. You're going to have to be held accountable on that for that. And 49% of people use cancellation culture for that reason. I mean, there are a few pros. There are a few cons to cancellation culture. One of the first pros is... um. The cancel culture allows individuals the power to have a voice and speak out on a particular situation. I mean, hey, I didn't like it. So now I'm going to let the world know I didn't like it. It's just basically a form of boycotting, you know, to bring about social change. As I said, think of it as a boycott against a person versus an entity. Now, one of the cons against cancel culture and saying what you want and saying how you feel and spouting your opinion and spewing your opinion is it can lead to bullying or it can incite violence. I mean, think about it, the terrorists that stormed the Capitol. That all came from having a right to your opinion, having a right to freedom of speech, because a lot of that speech that was so freely flowing incited rage, incited violence, incited the masses to mob the Capitol and storm it. Now that right there was a perfect example of somebody who should have been canceled for good. You shouldn't be able to allow to say your opinion on anything. Look at what it caused. So that's just an example of, yeah, when cancel culture works, when cancel culture doesn't work. And how having your opinion, spouting your opinion, freedom of speech, all those things that are used to say what you want to say can become a problem. It can become a problem. So I talked to a few people around and I just asked the question to them. I polled a few people myself, you know, and just asked that question. Would you use cancel culture as a form of accountability or a form of punishment. And there was this woman I talked to. She was in her 20s. She identified herself as in the Republican. And she said that it's punishment. I mean, others are entitled to, her, to their opinion. And too often, it isn't about having a discussion, but about berating others for not agreeing with your point of view. Um, I talked to a woman in her 50s who says, I feel that no one should be able to post anything that is racist or hurtful to anyone, regardless of their race, religion, color, ethnicity. That, you know, that was her opinion. Um, I talked to a man in his 60s who uses it as accountabilities. I mean, silence tacitly condones the offensive action and encourages more of it. So, in other words, science is compliance. Um, there was a woman in her 60s I talked to. She said, how can we know what others find offensive? I mean, it's too easy to be offended and not even try to understand the issue. No one wants to have a discussion or a debate. Um, everyone should be able to express their opinions and then agree to disagree rather than being so closed-minded and offended. Too often people say, accept diversity, but are unwilling to listen to other ideas. 
I also talked to someone in their 40s, a man. And he says calling someone out should be done, but likely won't be effective. I mean, I dislike and have purposely limited my exposure to social media, he said, in the last six months because he doesn't feel it's healthy or leads to better discussions or anything important. And then I talked to a man in his 30s, and he says social media is rampant with trolls and insensitive individuals who are looking to be outraged. It's rampant with sensitive people also looking to be outraged. He says, therefore, many people are unjustly censored or attacked because you have people out there just looking for a reason to be mad. Now, as I said, people, cancel culture is the new wave. What do you think about it? Voice your opinion. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on social media at Opinionated by Design. Hit me up in the Gmail at opinionatedbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about cancel culture. Tell me if you've canceled people. How many people have you canceled and why did you cancel them? Maybe we can rerun this show again with some other thoughts and feedback. You know, now's the time to voice your opinion. Now's the time for your freedom of speech. Tell me what you think about cancel culture. Tell me what you think about this episode. Hit me up. I'm Steffi J. I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. And we'll be back next week with another great talk. Send me your ideas. Let me know what you want to discuss. Opinionated by Design Podcast at gmail.com or on social media at Opinionated by Design. Share this podcast with people, people. <laughs> Share this podcast with people, people. <laughs> I thank you for joining me this week. I thank you for following me. I thank you for listening to me and allowing me to voice my opinion. I'm ready to hear yours. Let's turn this into a two-way discussion. I want to hear your thoughts and your ideas. Let me know. Once again, this was Steffi J signing off. I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And I'll see you next week. Bye.